Hola. It's Wednesday, July 26, 2023. I wish I knew more Spanish than just hola. <laughs> I don't. Well, here we are. Uh, it's hump day. Remember those quaint times when I used to want to do all kinds of dirty jokes on Wednesdays? I don't have the energy anymore. I don't, I like, am I losing my libido? Used to be I could turn anything into sex. Anything. You could say anything. And I could be like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, and I don't do that anymore. I wonder what's, am I getting old? <sighs> nope. Still want sex. Um, joke of the day today. Why was the cop crying when he wrote out a ticket? Because it was a moving violation. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Come on. Funny. That's good stuff. I have a sneaking suspicion this is going to go by really quick. I really, really, really have a firm grasp on my thoughts today. I really do, and I think that's going to... I don't know if you like a short program, then this will be great. If you don't like it, if you're like, oh, come on, I need a little more kale. <laughs> Words no one has ever said. Not a girlfriend, not a dietitian, nothing. Uh, <laughs> so, what am I grateful for today? Uh, I will tell you that in my life, everything is coming up roses. It's really, really hard to complain. Life is really good, um, and if you don't take a moment out to appreciate the fact that this is really good, then I think like the bad times seem worse. Then you know, like because like you never you didn't remember that you had good ones too. Like sometimes you're owed a bad one, right? I mean, you can't just go whistling zippity doo to your asshole for the rest of your life, like uh, Clark Griswold said. You know. I mean, at some level, bad stuff's going to happen. So, when things are coming up roses, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be grateful for that. Not even that it's more rare; it's just, it's nicer. It's something you should appreciate more. Anyway, I am glad that everything's coming up roses, and I really need to concentrate on the fact that I realized that, and I'm grateful for it. Um, I saw my dad. I'm grateful for that. He stopped out before. Uh, they're heading out for a few months and he stopped by and uh, said hello. That was fun. Love chit-chatting with my dad. One of these days we got to do it over a beer though. I think those chit-chats are a little more fun. I am grateful for what other, what, oh, that's hard to say. Why would I, I wish I would read stuff before I put it in here. I'm grateful for whatever weather comes our way. Whatever weather comes our way. Um, it's hot and while I'm glad I'm not out digging ditches with a shovel, I kind of like it. I'm a fan. As I said, I'm getting old. I, I like the warmer weather and don't like the cold anymore. Um, I am grateful for my favorite dog, Spencer. He's, I found a sizable lump on, the back, on his back between his shoulders the other day. Um, I think it's just a fatty tumor, but you know, kind of, you know, it, it's signs of aging. And he's just my favorite guy. When he passes, it's going to be devastating to me. Uh, I'll be, but I will. I, I've always remembered with every dog. I remember. Oh, I remember the great times. I remember how they make you laugh and they made you feel joyous. And so I like that. Um, but I'm sad that um, he's getting old. It's sad that he's getting old. But I am grateful that I've had as much of a fun 
life with him as, as we've had. Um, that is what I'm grateful for today. Don't you forget to be grateful. If you're grateful for people or pets, make sure you tell. It's the meat of the program. What's eating kale? Things that interest confound or gnaw me. And today are just things that interest me. No bitching about anything today, I don't think. Unless something just jumps in there. Um, while I'm at work, sometimes I'm sitting out in the living room and I have something on. And I love anything that inspires me to work harder or to think more about innovation and things like that. And so one of the programs I've been loving recently is uh, the Food That Built America series on, uh, on the History Channel. And so I have History the Vault, and it's fantastic. And I you just sit there and just stream all the Food That Built America shows, and they're just freaking awesome. From you know the episode where Colonel Sanders shoots his competitor, the Beer Barons in Milwaukee, there's like a whole episode on the beginnings of beer in America, and it all takes place between Schlitz and Pabst here in, in Milwaukee. It's excellent. Lots of stuff I didn't know. Pizza Hut War, or the Pizza Wars between uh, Pizza Hut and Domino's. And we know it as kind of like, you know, their competitors. But back in the day, they were both just getting going. And pizza didn't really exist in our country. Not like we know it today, it didn't. If you knew about pizza back in the 50s, you would have, you would have thought of, you know, like maybe you had it in Italy. You didn't have it here. And pizza here was nothing like pizza in Italy. Um, so that, that's a cool story. Burger King and McDonald's is much more of a story than just the fact that they both make burgers. Um, there's a lot of battling going on and Burger King was real close for a while. The genius of Ray Kroc and sometimes it was just his standards and his unwillingness to veer from what he considered to be the brand. The Bread Wars, uh, Wonder Bread, Pepperidge Farms. Fascinating story about Pepperidge Farms. Um, it was invented by a woman that um, she had an ill child and her, her doctor happened to know. Now think of this. This is back in whatever day this might have. This is, I, in fact, I can tell you when it was. It's back in the 30s. Not many doctors into nutrition back then. But her doctor said, you got to you know, feed them right and you got to feed them whole nutritious foods. Um, and so she set out to make a bread that wouldn't make him so sick, and it changed the kid's life. And the doctor tries it, and he's like, wow, this is really good. We should. And she becomes a, just a bajillionaire. The reason I know it happened in the 30s is because her husband was a stockbroker, and he was out of work when she did all that. Um, every story is as much about the failures as it is the successes, which I love. I love when somebody hits a roadblock, and they're like, what if I do this? And then it just turns out to be life-altering. Love that. Uh, you know, near and dear to our hearts, hearts here in Milwaukee, uh, Frederick Pabst, the captain, uh, he was a steamboat captain on Lake Michigan, and a wreck left his boat in need of repair, and he couldn't afford it. So he just decided to do something else. <laughs> and did okay. I think he's all right. Uh, and then why Milwaukee was a great place to start beer breweries back in the day is fascinating story. Uh, Oreo cookies. They talk about, you know, kind of this cookie war and how one company was stolen, uh, stolen 
taken away from, stolen from brothers. And uh, they actually invented, uh, so Nabisco was, it became a brand that, was, that, that they'd started and then it became Nabisco. And they actually invented what we know as the Oreo cookie now. But then the guy who stole the company from them turned around and said, oh, that's a pretty good cookie. I'll make one too. And he made the Oreo. Um, Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, was responsible for the Kentucky Fried Chicken Bucket. Did not just the thing they served him, but remember back in the day, the restaurants all had the big bucket spinning around. That was Dave Thomas who founded Wendy's. Who came up with that idea. The Cola Wars are way more fascinating than you think. It's not just Coke and Pepsi and, um, you know, the changing the... It's not... It goes way back. It's wonderful. So many great stories. I mean, chocolate and cookies and popcorn and sub sandwiches and it's, uh, it's just the best. Just the best. Things that we all eat today. Um, the second thing on my What's Eating Kale list today is I used to love the, the, the TV show Outlander. I used to love it. It was just so freaking awesome. Uh, if it had kept going like it did in the first few seasons, maybe three, probably would have ranked up there with the best series I've ever watched. It was just so epic and so perfectly disturbing and wrong and raw and gritty. Easily would have been rated R, maybe even NC-17 in the first couple of seasons. Acting was incredible. I mean, when some of this stuff is going on, oh my God, you're just nauseated. At, oh, it's very good. Super compelling story. It's a mix of science fiction and history. It's really cool. The premise is fantastic even to this day, but geez, now it's like watching a PG-13 movie. You know? It's just gotten so lightweight and I don't know. It's not as gritty. We're in the Revolutionary War. There's just, I mean, God, there's a there's a lot going on there, man. And it was harsh. And I don't know. I, I'm not as excited to watch anymore, but I'll tell you, the road to get here was was pretty good. Um, that's a little bit of a complaint, but, I mean, certainly worth remembering back the first couple of seasons. Just amazing. You owe it to yourself. If you're not familiar with Outlander, you owe it to yourself to go back and watch the, the first few seasons. It's fantastic. Um, the third thing on my What's Eating Kale list today is a little bit of a mix between um, a What's Eating Kale thing and a learning from my mistakes thing. Kind of do a little mashup here. Should I play both things? I'm not going to. That'll sound horrible. Uh, but the third thing is a movie called Mr. Destiny. And why does this bleed into the learning part for me? Well, this is one of those movies that I love. Not many people I don't think have seen it. Maybe I shouldn't love it. Um, but it's a 1990 movie with Jim Belushi, Linda Hamilton, Michael Caine, Rene Russo, John Lovitz. It's... I love this movie. I love it. And it's this classic storyline about like what if something in your life, in your earlier life changed, what would your life be like now? Um, and it's a great, uh, you know, Larry Burroughs, um, he, he could win the game in the state championship, but he swings and misses. And he's, Got this mediocre life right now. Uh, barely getting by. They got a little house. What would happen if I hit that ball, he thinks. 
Just little things are going wrong. His car is breaking down all the time. And then he gets an opportunity to find out what would have happened had he hit that ball. And it's just, it's a fun story. It's a little, uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. It's more modern day. It's funnier. Much more lighthearted, if you will. Um, but I wonder, this, this makes me wonder, and, I, and I'm not kidding, this is just, last couple of days, I've been flipping through, I've seen the, the movie come up, and, I, and it, it makes me wonder. What if I would have continued in competitive swimming when I was younger? What if I would have stayed in school, you know, more college? What if I would have stayed in radio? What if I didn't get injured? You know? You have to wonder if life would be better, worse, It'd just be different. If you feel the same, you're just on a different path. You know, what if you just went where life took you? Like this is happening. Let's just let's just go here. Bad things, good things. You just go with the flow. It's not what I've done with my life, so I don't. I can't answer to that. I mean, I've always. Anytime adversity hits me, I always feel like, okay, how can I make this even better than it was before? And so I, I shift gears a lot. Every year I do it. And, um, you know, I wonder, you know, like I w- if I would have stayed in swimming, I would have taken that injury, but I would have never had sub- subsequent injuries from basketball and football and what have you. I would have been way less um, banged up, if you will. Um. If I would have stayed in school, I think I would have been had like more of a status quo life. Maybe I wouldn't have started a business. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have done some of the more fun things that that I've done, and maybe I wouldn't have had some of the bad things happen to me either. Maybe I would have been more prepared for the recession, more you know, whatever. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know. It's revisionist history to to speculate, but um, I just wondered, like, where would I be now? Maybe I was even meant to go in a different direction, but then, you know, something stupid at the time, you know, like a party, a girl, a stupid, simple decision that I just decided to, nah, I'm going to do this now. Just a shift two degrees one way or the other, and this is where my life is had I just done something different in any given moment. Who knows? And I, I can't, I could be living in a, you know, homeless shelter it's hard to say you'd think that you still have some of the same mindset but that your mindset comes from all those experiences and all of the hardship and all of the good and all of the experiences that you have i like where i'm at especially right now when things are all coming up roses it's pretty hard to argue with this moment um but i just it makes me wonder you know, there's a book that I like called Unfuck Yourself. And in the book, they have this compelling chapter about um, expect nothing, accept everything. And one of the first things the author says is, you know, don't take this as a, you know, kind of decisionless, just, you know, kind of wimpy way. To, this is taking complete command of your life. Because you don't know what's going to happen, so you, you accept whatever happens. You know, 
but you shouldn't expect anything because you don't know. And you just then go with that. And I mean, those are really compelling things. And I, I do think about that a lot. It's, it's seriously, it's really compelling to me to think about. There's no sense in, you know, unless I meet, you know, a genie or something like that. And even then, I don't know that I'm interested in going back. <laughs> I think I'd be like, all right, let's fix these few things. Let's make these things even better and make it last forever. You know, I always think it's funny. This is a little off topic, but I think it's funny when people are like, oh, I wouldn't want to live forever. I wouldn't have any of my family or my friends. May, I, I, it seems hard to me to be sick of living. Maybe you would be. Um, and I don't want to like lose my friends or my family or anything like that. But I do want to see what's next. I don't know that I can live like that. That's the hardest part. If I died tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, man, I missed out on whatever the thing was. I suppose I'd be grateful for the things I did get to live through. But I mean, seriously, don't you want to know? God, it'd be really cool to see what's going on. I, there's cynics out there like, oh, I don't know where I did the whole world, the AI, everything would be. I don't know. You know, it's pretty interesting to me. Anyway, I'm sorry how boring that probably was to you, but those are the things I'm thinking about. That's what's eating kale today. Coming up, Ben and I are going to discuss something. Not sure what right now. It's going to be a surprise. Until then, make it a good one.